podcast where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I am Tyler Chisholm. And I am producer Henry J. Thanks for joining us on episode number 131. Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to share some events from the weekly goodness, talk about I-5 getting a new lane, we're going to talk about the new Hope Works station and how Garrett and I hosted the Monte Cristo Awards, and maybe even more in our Lives in Everett section. Then, we're going to play some pain-filled trivia. I hope I win. I love trivia. Let's jump in. All right, dudes, let's talk about our Lives in Everett. Here's what's on the list. The new I-5 HOV lane. The Hope Workstation, Garrett and I hosting the Monte Cristo Awards, and if time is permitting, shark socks and zoning codes. <laughs> <laughs> shark socks is a pretty great headline. Where do you guys want to start? Um, how about the uh, the Monte Cristo Awards? I mean, there's not much to talk about there, other than it was a heck of a lot of fun to to host last week. Was it our first time ever hosting an event like that, like MCing? I believe so. Yeah, I feel like we've done a good amount of like public speaking for like Live in Everett and different client work stuff, but I don't think we've ever hosted an event. And I'm telling you, I want to become an MC for events where we can charge money for it, though. <laughs> well, I know you, like we said this joke yeah. at the beginning of hosting the money, Christos, and I said, oh, I'm excited for you, Tyler, because this puts you one step closer to your life goal of becoming the John Curley of Everett. Yep, yep. And we say that jokingly, but you're serious. I you you want to be the John Curley of Everett. I mean, minus the being a fan of Nickelback and kind of a, a libertarian, um, I don't like those things about John Curley, but um, I like that he hosts the Cocoon House auction, and it looks like a lot of fun, Yeah, and I would like to do that someday. Um, did you catch my joke after the John Curley joke? Do you remember what I said at the Monte Cristo Awards? No, what'd you say? I said, and I was like not scripted, but I was like, we debated whether or not the John Curley joke would connect with everyone in this room. And then we remembered that no millennials come to the, come to the Monte Cristo Awards. And that was all, good. All a bunch of old people. <laughs> and they laughed. They took it pretty well. It was it, a good it joke. Worked. Yeah. Yeah. That was a ton of fun. It, it was, was it was cool. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. No, I, I was going to say the same thing. It was cool. felt like it went by in the blink of an eye. Yeah, it did go by fast. There was over 40 award winners, uh, more or less a few from each neighborhood in, in Everett. I mean, I guess if we have 19 neighborhoods, maybe around two per neighborhood, give or take. Yeah. And uh, so it's cool just seeing like all these people in the community who take pride in the community. They've you know, done a really great job with their house or business or apartment building or whatever is being recognized. And it's a fun, fun group to get together and just celebrate, you know, people who take pride in, in the community and been doing good things. So. For those of you who weren't there, Garrett was the narrator and I was the color man, I think is what they say in the sports <laughs> world. Right, Henry? Yes. The cool. color commentator. Yes. Color commentator. Yep. It was very good. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Glad it's over though. Did people clap like, or did they rattle their jewelry? Um, people cried, people clapped. Um, <laughs> That's uh, I stole that from John Lennon. <laughs> there was a few grunts when Tyler told his naked joke. <laughs> was there really? Oh, yeah, that, right. that, you told an offensive joke. I'm just kidding. That's what. Um, That's what Chris. Well, one of the event organizers. He, he's like, so did you guys hear more people uh, laughing or groaning after that one? <laughs> I heard nothing but laughter, but I also yeah, live no, in I an optimistic <laughs> visions of grandeur, crazy person world. <laughs> Tyler never hears <laughs> it, it, anything it wasn't, but laughter. <laughs> it wasn't that edgy. You you kept it uh you kept it PG. 
Good, good. Um, all right, Hopework Station. Tell us about it. You went there on Friday, right, Garrett? Yeah, last Friday they did an open house. They finished the building after years of raising money and planning and construction, and it is now officially finally open right on Broadway in North Everett. And the building is very nice. Uh, they have a new space in there on the first floor called the Kindred Kitchen. And my understanding is that in due time, once it is up and running, uh, not only will, will it give them a much larger uh, kitchen to be able to train way more people with as a part of one of their social enterprises, but it will eventually replace Cafe Works, uh, which oh, cool. is next door. And they'll be able to have like a much larger food menu and, and uh, just more offerings, which will be cool. Um, some great, great community rooms, really nice apartments upstairs with uh, a lot of them have awesome views uh, looking to the east out of the Cascades. It's only a, a couple blocks from the train station and a re- really cool asset yeah. for, for our community. Do you know if they're going to launch a food service social enterprise? Rather, than, I mean, I know Cafe Works is already that, but like more like catering or anything like that. I think that's the plan. Oh, I think cool. they're like Fair Start planning or on expanding that and offering more i'm hesitant to say too yeah, much because yeah, yeah, i yeah, don't yeah. know the exact specifics but yeah i, I think that is the plan and there's to expand that residences too yeah there i don't know the exact number offhand but pretty much the all the upstairs floors are dedicated to apartments and there's some different like community like meeting rooms and and whatnot but and there's a cool like open plaza yeah. uh, up on the second store story that the apartments kind of surround and they got like cool lights hanging up there and just kind of a fun place to hang out and play. And, uh, but yeah, there's, there's a good, good number of apartments up there on the upper floors. And, uh, so yeah, it'll create a lot of, a lot of new housing, a lot of new job training and uh, all it's kinds of good stuff. New pretty building on Broadway and yeah, is the building it pretty really cool nice. inside. Yeah, it's beautiful. Cool. Yeah, I don't know if you, I posted a handful of photos on uh, the Live and Ever Instagram. I don't know if you got a chance to thumb oh, through those. Uh, there's like seven or eight of them or something, and give you a little sneak peek. And yeah, re- really, really nicely done. Cool. Okay. Now let's move on to the HOV lane between Everett and. Uh, let's keep on driving. Yeah, yeah. Keep on trucking. Yeah. So what's going on with that? I don't know. I've been talking a lot. When do you guys talk? <laughs> Henry, what's going on with that HOV lane? I don't know. I didn't look at the news story. All that I heard is that there's going to be an HOV lane and I put it on the outline. Yeah, Garrett. We, we uh, let... From what I know, they're going to squeeze the lanes together to create a new HOV lane that's going to go from like where where it ends in Everett to Marysville somewhere. Yeah. It'll just be heading north. Yes. It'll just be heading north. Where the squeeze is. Where the squeeze... Well, yeah, it's going to go past the squeeze. It's supposed to... It's it's basically moving the squeeze to Marysville. Yeah. So that was going to be my, my point, my counterpoint to all of this. It's just like, what do we, we need to be taking cars off the road yeah, instead yeah. of like just moving this like massive traffic more and more north? Is well, it going to be Arlington next? Well, is Arlington next? <laughs> Sorry. What I do appreciate is that maybe it will take some of the pressure and blame off of Everett for being the center of traffic when it's really everybody who lives north of Everett. Um, and so hopefully people will be able to breeze on through Everett and get pissed off at Marysville. I love Marysville. <laughs> they are my hometown. I've been doing some community focus groups in Marysville for a rebrand project that we're doing with them in every community focus group. When we're talking about sort of challenges and things to overcome for Marysville, it's basically 
the schools is on everyone's list and traffic is on probably like 80 to 90 percent of people's lists. traffic i stayed at my parents house in north marysville this weekend and to watch the cats i was house sitting and the traffic is absolutely unreal in marysville now it's awful you take 116th to get off there yeah yeah and it's you know the traffic going into marysville is bad the traffic getting out of marysville is bad all of it is bad like if you hit it on a weekend like it was last weekend with canadian thanksgiving which by the (laughs) way today that we're recording this is canadian thanksgiving so uh you know Put on your toque and your runners, all you Canadians. Drink maple syrup out of a can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And watch, watch hockey. Watch them put the biscuit in the basket, you know? <laughs> um, anyway, so how does it make our lives in Everett better? Here's what I think. I normally take the Broadway 41st Street exit, and I live up by the community college. So I either have to take hit traffic. If I'm it's the afternoon, I have to hit traffic on the freeway, or I have to take traffic on Broadway to get up to my house. Usually I choose Broadway because I feel like there's more interesting things to look at. Um, but which, which I know Laura doesn't appreciate. <laughs> she hates the way she hates the routes I take. Um, it's the same argument that my wife and I always have. Like I want to take the scenic route and she's like, why are you going this way? I like to look at things. If yeah. I'm going to be in the car, I want to look at something yeah. a little bit different, you why know? Not? Um, but I'm hopefully it'll let me get up past that little squeeze there. Um, uh, but when is it supposed to open? So it is supposed to open uh, by the end of 2022. So wow. uh, that is a long time. Three years. Great. Great. That's going to be awesome while all that construction is happening for the next So if years. you're in traffic right now <laughs> listening to this, breathe easy. You've only got three more years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 20 more years until the light rail comes. So. Right. So hope is on the way. Yep. Any any day now, any totally. decade now. You know that City of Everett employees get free Orca cards? Really? And do you know that they charge City employees $75 a month to park? I was just going to say, because I guess there's talks at uh, Providence, where my wife Esther works, that they might start charging employees to park, which seems crazy. Yeah, they're just trying to descent, de, descent, de, incentivize? De-incentivize. Decentivize? Sure. De-incentivize? De-incentivize people from driving to work? Yeah, exactly. Is that what you're going yep. for then? Yeah, okay. that's what I was yeah. Say. Wasn't there a city council meeting or something in Linwood about public transit and this guy got up and asked the city council, like, how many of you took public transit to the meeting today? And none of them raised their hands. And he's like, I rest my my case or yeah. whatever. Hmm. So I could see why, you know, it's like, use use what's there if you can, for sure. Totally. I do feel like a lot of people talk about how much they love transit as a virtue. And I know very few people who take tra- public transit for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I remember I, hearing. I would. I would. Like going to Seattle and stuff. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. But every time I go to Seattle, it's not for fun or for work. It's for band. So I can't really. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Take a hundred pounds worth of gear on the bus. Yep. <laughs> which yeah. Sucks, I think but. it makes sense. Like if you're commuting to Seattle for work like every day and then you can get the schedule dialed in and, and, and it totally makes sense. I do remember something years ago about, was it in New York? Uh, was it Mayor Giuliani would like ride the subway or something about that, that it's like, oh, if it's like good enough for me, it's, you know, kind of like everyone. What a man of the people, or, Rudy yeah. Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but I do totally. feel like things will, I mean, obviously light rail is still not even going to compare to like 
the New York City subway. Everybody system. rides the subway in New York. It yeah, doesn't matter like what so convenient who you are. Yeah, like, I mean, like baseball players ride it to Yankee Stadium. You know, it's just it's so easy for a lot of people. Totally. Which you know, the city was built around New York City was built around the subway. Yeah. yeah. Here we're bu- we're building mass transit around a city, so it's yeah a whole set of new challenges. Totally. Yep. Yeah. I, have either one of you guys been to Paris? I've never been to New York before, but I no. it was the first time I'd ever gone anywhere with like that, the that level of efficient public transportation, and it blew me away. Well, Sierra was just in New York and she, for her first time last week, and she was like, "I can't believe the subways! I can go anywhere!" And I'm like, "Yeah, isn't that cool? Like, yeah. <laughs> isn't that rad? Totally. Too bad we don't have anything like that here yet. Totally. But just getting on the light rail from." the UW and like taking that to the ball game is fantastic. It's, I've never done that. Oh man, it's great. I've taken the sounder from Everett to ball games before. And that's, that's good really too. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so Hove HOV one, yep. 2022 <laughs> coming soon. Three years, three years. All right. Soon-ish. Are we going to do it? Or are we going to talk about the sharks? We got to talk about shark socks. Squid I don't know. Socks? Are they shark socks or squid socks? Squid socks. Sorry. They're squid socks. I thought oh, they were yes. shark socks. They're on shark tank. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. right. I got that. So screwed up. Squid this is my second cup tank. of coffee today. And I usually have no cups of coffee. So there you go. I'm on fire right now. So yeah, just this last, uh, I believe it was Sunday that it aired an episode and a couple from Everett created these socks they're called squid socks that stay on kids feet because kids are notorious for kicking their socks off and uh, we don't know what happened so is tyler in the office it's really weird hold on the herald three hours ago reported an update that they landed one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. with whom i don't know let me open up the article which shark is Everett working with I here? don't know if I am logged into my Herald. I may have hit my... Um, oh. So they won? $125,000 Shark Tank. Worth Sounds like out. they got a deal. A Boeing... Oh, Gabe Miller, a Boeing aerospace engineer who co-founded Squid Socks with his wife, Jessica Miller. Uh, so Gabe and Jessica Miller. I can't believe that we're getting breaking news here on the Live in Everett podcast, which won't be breaking when this airs Wednesday. Oh, they said <laughs> we live in a great Everett neighborhood where people have lots of kids. Let's see, very fertile neighborhood. A fertile neighborhood, Just yes. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I was like, who wrote that? That's fantastic. The Millers eventually settled on dabs of silicone called Squiddy Dots. Okay, okay. Yeah, so these socks there have, you go. Thank you. have dots on the inside on that, like the cuff on the inside cuff yeah, something like that so it keeps it because it's a big problem kids are always ripping and kicking their socks off so it's got some extra traction in there to help keep them on and um, that's their their uh, product damon they, john offered the millers 125k for a 33 percent stake Hmm, nice. I, I like Damon John. He seems like a good guy. I've never watched the show in my life. You know who Damon John is though, right? No. He's the founder of FUBU. <laughs> really? Yeah. What happened to FUBU? I think it's still a thing. I just don't think we're the FUBU. I mean, I was a huge fan of FUBU when I was in middle school. Did you really wear say, FUBU? Oh, dude. For I, us, by us? I had the coolest FUBU reversible <laughs> jacket. Did you have some lugs to go with it? I think I did have lugs oh, in middle school. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fat farm shoes? Yeah, I Woo. was I was into that kind of stuff in seventh and eighth grade. Tyler just dressed like Nelly. I did. 
I did dress like Nelly. I even had the shiny jeans. Oh no! Uh, did you have Jinkos? I had Jinkos, but the, everybody had Jinkos. Yeah, that was mostly in elementary school. I figured Fubu. I feel has fallen off in the. I don't know. I feel like I read a lot of like hype beast articles and things Just like that. From some but, things I've heard Damon John say, I think it's shrunk. Like I think it passed its, it's peak. Well, yeah, that that whole style, like the oversized clothing. With like the the right, just the that in general is like isn't is even gone. In style anymore. Yeah, yeah. With like the big logos, all of that has disappeared from more like fitted stuff. A lot of Nike, a lot of uh, higher end. No, I still, I'm stuff. on Fubu's website right now. You can still get Fubu clothes. Um, if anybody's listening right now, I would like the black Fubu shirt <laughs> size T-shirt size large. Have it shipped to the living ever office. I'll take an Echo Jean. An Echo. I'll take an Echo Jean thirty six thirty six. I, 36 36 i wear i wear 32 okay but you gotta have them big okay so got it yeah okay <laughs> got it fubu shirt black with the red script have it sent to our office size large henry wants an echo jean size 36 36 <laughs> yep got, got it. it good luck with that cool congratulations to the squid socks to the millers yeah that's to really mr. really cool mr and mrs squid sock for <laughs> getting there no yeah. that's awesome man all right yeah, hooray. super cool Love it. I love seeing love Everett it. on like television, like, you know, television. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, big yeah. boy TV. Yeah. I mean, I like watching Shark Tank in general. Yeah. I just think it's a really fun show. I, I love, you know, entrepreneurship and innovation and seeing the things people are coming up with and working on. So, when are you going to yeah, bring it's... one of your inventions on the Shark Tank? Well, I don't know. I got to start Pillow buddy. hanging out with more cool people like we the Millers tell, and we get inspired. Tell, yeah, we won't. Well, what's a pillow you know, buddy? My, my yogurt spoon. Didn't really pan out, so <laughs> I could have come up with something new. Wait a minute, the yogurt spoon? Well, there was the pillow buddy and the yogurt. I didn't tell you about the yogurt spoon. Are you was, sure you want to give up away this proprietary information right now on the podcast? I, I do, because I already figured out why it won't work. So the idea was like, you know when you're eating a cup of plastic yogurt and your a spoon? A cup of plastic yogurt. Yes, but go you ahead. Know, We're just, off to a good start. I'm the Shark Tank guy now. Also known as a, <laughs> as a cup of yogurt. Wait a minute, plastic yogurt? Is that what he said? A cup of plastic yogurt? Yeah. Already, I'm not buying this. Already we're we're getting off track. It. Sounds delicious. So you know when you're eating yogurt and the spoon becomes heavier than the yogurt itself and it wants to like tip it over? Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah. And so my idea was what if you made a centrally weighted spoon that wouldn't tip over your yogurt? They already have those for people who have Parkinson's disease. There you go. See, it was a horrible idea. They have they have spoons with gyroscopes in them, like like our oh. our, our camera thing, and <laughs> it, and it doesn't the spoon doesn't shake. I don't it think that's what Garrett was talking about. I think Garrett was just talking about a spoon that didn't have a very heavy handle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, also known as a plastic spoon. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like a high end like it's like a samurai sword. It's like Hattori Hanzo steel where it's like perfectly balanced. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's just got a heavier bottom than top. I think that your wow. whole problem is that you're eating a small cup of yogurt with a heavy ass. Yeah, you should be wear. eating a giant tub of yogurt with a heavy ass spoon. So long story short, I don't quite have my product ready to go pitch on Shark Tank. Still need working to, on need it. Need to go down to the lab, the lab at Everett. That's right. You yeah. know, use They'll, their CNC machine or whatever. They'll the set me straight. Pillow Buddy's not a bad idea, though. And we won't give it away, but it's, I can't wait to such hear a not, about this off the air. It's such a not horrible idea. We won't give it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow. Well, okay. well, let's move on. 
I don't know if we have time to talk about zoning codes. Yeah, we have we'll too many topics. Let's, today. Yeah, let's we'll, we'll circle back for that exciting one. Yep, next week. <laughs> Stay tuned because we're going to talk about zoning codes. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, letting us get through all of the spoon talk. Um, how's your life in Everett? We really want to know. Drop us a line through social media or leave us a voicemail. Please leave us a voicemail. 425-341-3731. And remember, FUBU, black shirt, size large. Have a ship to our office. Thanks. Well, let's take a look at some events happening around Everett from the Weekly Goodness, which is a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday. So, who wants to kick us off with their event pick of the week? I will go first. All right, Tyler, hit it. Every year, a great nonprofit called Sharing Wheels Community Bike Shop works and restores a ton of kids' bikes for Christmas House. And they have work parties throughout the fall and winter to get the bikes ready. And this Thursday, 6 p.m., I'm going to go there. I won't have to bring anything except for my curious attitude and heart to serve all the tools will be there no skit no experience required they can teach you uh 6 p.m i'm gonna see if tyler rourke wants to go with me and um yeah that's what i'm doing the christmas house work party sharing wheels 6 p.m the sharing wheels nice awesome good stuff yeah we just had sharing wheels on the podcast the other week we did we did cool group how about you henry what's your uh event pick this week well Friday morning, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to work. <laughs> yes. Then I'm going to drive myself directly down the street and unload my car because it'll be filled with bass guitar gear. Okay. Because at Black Lab Gallery, Friday at 8 p.m., Ashley Erickson's disco project, the Memory Boys, and, of course, Everett's coolest, greatest Shut band. Up. Sorry, Tyler. Shut greatest up. band of all time. Sorry, Kenny Loggins. Oliver L. Farmy will be playing at Black Lab Gallery. <laughs> I am super stoked because we're playing with Ashley Erickson and her disco project. And if you you have heard Ashley Erickson, even if you don't think that you have, uh, if you've ever watched an episode of Adventure Time, because yep. she sings the closing credit song. Yep. So that is super cool. And uh, yeah, playing with Memory Boys, who are really rad. I listened to them for the first time last week. They have like this really cool DC hardcore little Fugazi, Fugazi-esque oh, cool. thing going down. Really That's neat. Awesome. What an interesting so, lineup. I know. That's going to be sure. really cool. Tellers is playing, I think, November 8th at Black Lab. We've never played a show there before. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, it's on the 9th because it's Sierra's birthday. Oh, okay, cool. That's, that's how I remember it because I won't be there because it's oh, Sierra's good. birthday. I'm yeah. sorry. Cool, no problem. But um, Well, cool. I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm that'll be a fun one. Actually leave the house and come to that. Thank you. <laughs> it, it is a rare occurrence when Tyler Chisholm shows up to a I, show nowadays. I used to go to every show, and now I've just become a homebody. Me too. The last year and a half. Me too. But I just sit at home. You're fixing your home. I just sit like an <laughs> idiot. I just sit there in an empty room. Just stare at the wall. You play video games. I play video yeah, games. Yeah. Garrett, what are you up to? <laughs> I'm going to share about the goat and float happening at Forest Park on Friday at is this, 530. Is this like a trying to find out if 
So the, go- it's... the goat's actually a witch and whether or not exactly. it floats or not. I was, was going to make that <laughs> yeah. same joke. So it's, it's BYOG, bring your own goat. Ah. And, uh, it's who it, it's a contest to see whose goat is the most buoyant. Uh, no. no way. You're I'm, joking, right? I, I am joking. Oh, okay. I think Buoyant Goat is opening for Tellers next month. <laughs> no, actually. Is that a band? Buoyant, no. <laughs> Buoyant Goat is the title of my memoir. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No, 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 no. So the, the goat the goat and float, I don't want to spread any misinformation here. The goat and float, uh, you can hang out at the animal farm at Forest Park. You can pet a goat or two, drink a root beer. They'll have root beer floats and, and candy. candy. So, so you can get real loaded up on root beer floats like and a, candy. It's like a trick-or-treating thing at the animal farm. Get loaded up, and then you can go over the swim to the swim center for a dip. Which, isn't there a rule against like eating and then going swimming? Aren't you supposed to wait 30 minutes? You know, when I wrote this, that is the order that they had it in. So yeah. I don't know if it might be reversed. First you swim and then you pet a goat. But if, I think it probably the other way around and i think eating before swimming is a myth yeah i think mm, it's a myth thank too. goodness and also i don't think you're gonna want to swim and then go outside i think you're gonna want to go outside pet the goat yeah. kind of do that whole thing and get then, real cold yeah and then go jump into the water which yeah. is probably a heated pool and, and then that man that pool room i would we did swim lessons with miriam a couple months ago and when the sun is shining, I mean, that whole pool surrounded by windows, it gets so hot it's and muggy super, in there. super jungly in there. I went yeah, there for Oliver's birthday crazy. party and it was gnarly in there in the I, summertime. Woo. Yeah. Woo. It's crazy hot in there. But now it's wintertime, so it probably won't be so hot. But anyways, uh, it should be fun. And uh, it's kid-friendly. Um, I think it's mostly for kids. So. There well, you go. Awesome. The, old, the old goat and float. The there old go. goat and float. The old goat and float. That's what we picked out for this week for more details and get the weekly goodness sent directly to your inbox every Monday. Just go to liveinever.com slash subscribe. And up next is Everett Trivia. We haven't done this in a long time. Garrett has some trivia questions about pain field coming up next. Here we go. You guys want to play some Everett Trivia? I love Everett Trivia. So we haven't done this in a few moons. We need to find a new organization to partner with to give us some questions. But I'm uh, very also slowly reading a book about the history of Painfield Airport and thought I would uh, kick you guys a few trivia questions on uh, the airport. What was uh, Payne's first name? Oh, wait for it, Tyler. Major. You it was wait. Major pain. Hold on, yeah. you're, gonna, you're gonna ruin my questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, can I see your uh, your pen? I don't have a pen. Oh, I suppose. Okay, here we go. Last all time right. I did trivia, I failed horribly, so I'm really excited. So these questions are all around the naming of the airport. Okay. Okay. There's three questions. And are number, they multiple choice? They're multiple choice. Thank God. Number one is, Pain Field was known previously by what name? Mm. A. Pain Drive-in. B, Everett Airport, C, Everett Army Airport, or D, Everett Air Force Base. Oh, my gosh. I got it. Henry's got it. I remember this from when we we learned this together, didn't we, Henry? Maybe. Oh, my gosh. This is a <laughs> coin toss for me. All right. Okay, let's I know see those it's answers. one. Of, I know it's one of the two military. I put army. Okay, you, I, Tyler I, said army. I said D. You Henry said air force. Said I bet you it is air force. Air force. Tyler got it. It's ah! army. Point chisholm. I, I knew there was some sort of catch there that it wasn't. Okay, I'm glad I trusted my gut on that one. Good work. Good work. Okay. Okay. 
Now, what year was that that the airport was renamed? Was it A, 1929? Wait, renamed from Army to? To its current name. Okay, got it. Yep, you got it. So was it A, 1929, B, 1941, C, 1953, or D, 1972? When was Painfield renamed? I what got was it. What was C again? C was 1953. That's my answer. All, All right. right. Henry went I'm with 53. I'm also going to say 1953. Tyler went with 53, and you're both losers. <laughs> oh, man. Because it was 1941. Really? I thought they it would have been it post or pre-World War II. I thought it was going to be after World War II also. Same. So we were thinking the same thing. So I think Weird. it was during World War II when it got like repurposed, hmm. and it was going to be um, one thing, but then became the other, and they're like, oh, we need to make this an oh, army base. Oh, I see, because they were going to turn it time. into like a SeaTac. Yeah, I think originally it was going to be yeah. commercial air, then the war happened, and yep, so that was a part of the whole change that okay. took place okay. back then. Okay. All right. Final question. The one that you almost spoiled. Who was the airport named after? Major Payne. <laughs> I almost put that as, as one of the <laughs> options. So was it A, Colgate Payne? B, Henry J. Payne? Definitely not. C, Tyler Chisholm Payne? Topliff Payne? Or D, Colonel Wilmer Patrick Payne Third. I think I know this one. That last one. Hmm. Okay, I got it. I, I think so. Top, All right. I just said A. It's, Henry said A. It's definitely Topliff. Tyler said Topliff, and he got it. Ah, I thought it, it was Colgate. Lift. Which one's Colgate? So the toothbrush man. Colgate is actually Hoyt, uh, Hoyt Damn Avenue. Damn it! I knew it was something like Colgate, that. Hoyt. Top I was hoping that name would throw somebody Topless? off. Top lift. Top lift. T O P L I F F. Top very lip. U- <laughs> very Sorry. unique name. Uh, yeah. Top, top lift. Top lift. There's a Olin Payne. There's a bronze statue of him out in front of the propeller airport. Yeah. You know what sucks is that I was outside of that airport last night to pick my parents up, and my dad was hanging out in front of that statue. Oh, I should have looked at it. Should have looked lift. at the. I saw top lift. Should've Didn't know his first name. Cool name. Should have read the plaque. Well, top congratulations, lift. Tyler. Top lift espresso. You beat me again. <laughs> if you enjoy Living Everett, you can support us with a donation to our Patreon. Even a dollar a month helps us deliver stories, videos, and this year podcast about the good things happening in Everett every single week. If you want to know more, head over to patreon.com slash Everett to donate today and help support Live in Everett. Thanks for listening to the Live in Everett podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please help others discover it as well by subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leaving a review. If you'd like to drop us a line, you sure can. Podcast at liveineverett.com or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. And special thanks to Oliver Elf Army for our theme music. And good things happen in Everett because of you. So thank you so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everybody. Good bye. This is why we're Everett till the grave.